Stand up for yourself And I'll back you up Cause problems don't solve themselves I'll tell you what Instead of would or could I think you should Draw a line in the sand and stand your ground It's for your own good Well, you know what? If you're listening to this podcast on radio, you can't see that I'm taking off my, my coat. And I'm rolling up my sleeves. And I'm coming to the conclusion that it's time to get educated. It's time that you take your life and yourself seriously. Hello, my name is Roy Poyan. And this is the voice of Families in Addiction a podcast for family members dealing with reentry. We're currently using the workbook, Reentry Curriculum, Merging Two Worlds, and you can find this on our website, familiesimpactedbyopioids.com. And in that page for reentry, you'll see that there is a PDF download of this book, this workbook. We'd like you to take that, print it, and have it in front of you as you view and, and listen to each of these podcasts. Of course, not while you're driving. <laughs> But with that in mind, we're going to be looking at Chapter 8, Education, and we're on page 207. And with that in mind, we want to start to identify what's the nomenclature. I didn't even know what nomenclature meant until I got into the Army. It means what, what identifies this object. And so they have like a whole page of acronyms and titles. And um, it, it's important because, you know, I don't know how to best put this. You're not in high school anymore, or maybe it's a GED that you're going for. Do it. Get it done. Okay. Now, does everybody need to go and get a college education? No. not No, that's not true, especially in today's world. Uh, there are certificates that you can get. There are apprenticeships that you can sign into. But if you kind of looked at both of those, they're education, really. So the word education is not a fend-off, like, oh, gosh, you're telling me I have to go get a degree from a college. No, I didn't say that. I said get education, levels of education. There's an adult basic education class that's sometimes offered in um, community colleges and high schools. And so you want to look at what uh, the acronym is, ABE, adult-based education. And uh, uh, they call it like adult, you've heard of the term night school, adult night school. That's what that is. And, and you can get a great wealth of education by looking at what the courses they offer. Then there's the GED, the General Education Development. Um, it's a test. And the, 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 if you didn't finish high school, um, then you, you'll want to you know, start to take that so you can get your high school diploma. A lot of employers are going to ask for proof of high school diploma. That's a reasonable expectation in our society. You see, society wants to, by the time you're a certain age, and going into the workforce, we want you to be smart about a certain amount of things. And the only way that we can assure that is to make a kind of a qualifier for, you know, going forward. And, and when you get to your job, they're going to expect that you do know how to read, that you do know how to write a paragraph, that you do know how to do math, basic math. And these are reasonable expectations. It's inappropriate, it's irresponsible, and it's always, in terms of society development, bad for us to think that you don't need a high school education. You do. Okay, so get used to that and just get her done. 
you know, get do what it takes to, to get that GED and feel proud that you did it. Okay, don't don't underplay, well, it's just a high school diploma. No, it is your high school diploma, and for that reason, it matters a lot, and it's okay for you to be proud of that. So then there's another kind of education, and that's on-the-job training, what they, what they term as OJT, or apprenticeships. Often you'll find those wrapped around certain union programs. Uh, these programs let a person learn skills while they work. So there may be some classroom training. Most of the teaching takes place on the job, uh, people in apprenticeships or OJT are paid while they learn on the job. So that's a good duality of two thoughts. There's vocational skills training. Now notice these are all levels of education. This training is vocational. It's technical schools. Um, it may be that you're going for your uh, class uh, driver's uh, license, CDL, and um, that has different levels to it as to what size vehicle you, you're getting licensed for. Um, there's other types of vocational skills like um, on the CCD, uh, those cutting machines where you're using a computer to do drilling and, and, and lathe work. Uh, so with that in mind, there's license programs. I'm just going down the list on page 209. You can read along with me. These programs are vocational schools, colleges, specialty schools, and training. There's an associate's degree. Now we're talking about what you commonly would say, oh, you're going to college. True. That's where an associate degree starts. Even if you go to a four-year school, your first two years are an associate's degree. Typically, those are basic courses in a standardized, like um, they, they have, if it's business school, it's going to be some of the early, what they call 101 courses in accounting. Um, and, and then you'll have English, a humanities requirement. It's good that they do that. Um, you'll maybe have, a, if, you're, if, it, if it's a good school, you have a civics program. So you can learn about how our society works. And, and that's all done in the earlier degree of a four-year degree. It's also done in the associate's degree at a two-year college, uh, typically a community college. So you get what they call an AD, associate's degree. And you should be proud of that. If you get that, that's all that you do, be proud of that. That also qualifies you for other types of, like medical assistant training and other types of things. It's a step towards other types of programs that you can then qualify for. So a bachelor's degree are students who are full-time, um, typically full-time meaning academic, not necessarily, you know, you could go full-time and work, um, although it's, it's not as easy as going full-time without working, but let's face it, in today's world and economy, a lot of us go towards our business degree, uh, especially when we're doing it, you know, a lot of it online and after, our, after work hours. Master's degree, we see a lot of those being done online these days, and this is a one or two year college. It's typically, well, it is after, in order to qualify for a master's degree, you have to have a bachelor's degree. In order to qualify for a bachelor's degree, you have to have an associate's degree. In order to get an associate's degree, you have to have a high school diploma. See how this works? So what we're doing is our society is making sure that we're tiering the opportunity to learning. Trust me, there's been a time in our society where we didn't have learning. Um, in Ohio, uh, actually, one of the first real developmental things besides surviving and beating back those that didn't want us to be here, um, we, we established a university. It was Ohio University. And, uh, and, and that, that then became you know, a growing population of, of colleges. Colleges and tech schools and certification programs are, are the fabric of a strong society. 
And that's what you want to participate in now. It's kind of what you were removed from when you were incarcerated. You were removed from our society. And it was the punishment that you received for something that you, you, know, you had done and were found guilty for. Now that you've gone through forgiveness and you're doing reentry, getting your degree, you have every right to pursue a degree. It's one of the badges that you can wear and say, I believe in myself. I went out and I did the studies. You see, a degree often shows a demonstration that you're capable of learning. I may have a degree in a bachelor's of science from, say, a school, and what that demonstrates to people is, I have the ability to complete a curriculum, learn it. Now, whether I can apply it or not, that'll be proven out in the job and you know, some of the demands of life. But I have proven by successfully completed a degree program that I can learn that type of, uh, of material. So you got the training. Well, you got on-the-job training, apprenticeship programs, vocational education, job and state job training programs, military um, oh, boy, I can't believe. If you're in an age that you can go into the military, I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't, don't brush it off too fast. It, it made all the difference in my world and my life. Uh, learning on your own? Absolutely. There's a lot you can learn. You won't get a degree or a certificate that recognizes you for it, but we're always learning. So later in life, when, you, when you're not necessarily in programs that are you know identified as education or vocation or that type of apprenticeship uh, process, always be learning. You can always learn more of something. So community colleges are a place that we see the gathering of. There's specialized groups. Sometimes employers have uh, training programs. General Electric is really good at that. We're seeing a lot of IT companies. We've, we've got the Intel plant coming into Ohio and Columbus called Silicon Heartland. There's going to be a lot of educational training around that. So um, you can get into self-learning to help build up and beef up your real-world education because academics might teach you academics. <laughs> Oddly enough, you still need to know how to do the work, and that sometimes comes from other types of learning and, and extension courses or some, uh, in some practices, professions, they have continuing education courses where a certain number of points are, are given to you and they accumulate to you qualifying to renew your license. So as a realtor, I had to get a certain like 30 credit hours every two to three years. I forgot if it was three or two. I think it was three. And then I would record those with the state that I had attended those classes and that these were certified classes to be teaching me this particular topic that contribute to my, you know, strength in being a good realtor. So Continuing education is a great way for a society or association to ensure that its members, you know, are game on and understand what they're doing. So what do employers want? Okay, well, you ready for the litany? Poetic pause. Write legibly. Complete forms accurately. When you're reading a form, read the banner, read the topic of before you start to answer the questions, read the instructions, don't just start filling it in. Because typically you'll get some things wrong and they will look at you and think, hey, Gads, we gave him a piece of paper and you didn't even fill that out right. I, I can't imagine what it's going to be like to put him down on the floor working. Write sentences in standard English. Don't use any kind of slang words or you know, abbreviations. 
Organize, select, and relate ideas. Produce reports and summaries. Identify and correct errors in writing and editing. So give communication skills, okay? Give clear oral instructions and directions. You have to be able to do that. So education can help you understand how to do that. Practice the right way of doing it according to the education uh, that you've received. Explain activities and ideas. Report accurately. Stay on the topic. Present information effectively. Speak clearly. Use appropriate vocabulary. And then follow intent of oral instructions. You can hear in the communication skills. Hearing and doing is one of them. I mean... I think that this seems reasonable, what the employers are asking for. It's what life asks us for. It's what our spouse will ask us for. It's what our children expect us to do. So functional cooperative with others, cooperatively uh, in a team. You know what? I think you could use this to give it to like somebody in your life and ask them to rate you on whether or not you know they feel that you have a one, two, or three. And add them up, you know. Use this as a um, as a kind of a self-assessment or awareness. Or do it for yourself, but you'd have to be brutally honest with yourself if you're going to do it for yourself. And then you would go down to problem solving. I'll leave it to you to read page 212 and 213 as opposed to me going down the litany of, of, uh, of, of, of titles. But job retention and career development skills, you know, maintaining a consistent effort at work. They, they look and they want and expect and are paying for you to be consistent at work, not in and out. And out. You're high this day, you're not high the next day. You know, I don't mean high as being high, I mean high being you know, emotional. So with that in mind, so where do you go for such education? Well, Arizona, and this is where this book is written, has put into this book, and I would suggest you, you, you go by the title, Financial Aid Scholarships, and then put in your county name or state name on a Google search. I would, I'm on page 214. I would put in colleges and then put in uh, you know, your location and make your own list in terms of county colleges. So just use these titles to these lists, but do it for your area. Kind of create your own network, understanding of what's available and how to contact them. Why attend college? Well. A college degree can provide you with a lot of opportunities in life. We set it up that way on purpose because you'll know more, you'll be stronger at what you know, you'll have refined your skills more thoroughly when you get a college education. It doesn't mean you're a good guy or gal, okay? It just means you've got a college education where you've proven that you can learn. You're capable of learning. It does take more money. Count on it. The, the, the way that you'll go into debt, be careful. Because in a lot of cases, in today's world, an employer will pick up some of that. There are grants that are available for you to use. So there's a lot of different ways to not have to accumulate great debt. I think that a lot of the people that just sit there in a lazy way and say, well, they didn't tell me about that, so I just took out a loan. You know, don't be that person. Be the person that just really scrubs and, and, and asks and keep asking. Yeah, but is there another place that I can find money? Just keep asking people that. Where can I find money to pay for my college? It doesn't mean that you're greedy. It doesn't mean that you're incompetent. It means that you're smart because you want to get out without the debt. Now, I, 
I'm not going to say that I was smart or whatever, but I signed on to the Ohio National Guard, and they paid 100% of my tuition. And uh, then I signed on to ROTC while I was a Guard member, and that elevated me to sergeant. So now my Guard pay was more, and the, Ohio, the state of Ohio is paying for me to go to a very fine school, Ohio State University, in which case I went to a very fine college, Fisher School of Business. And I did miserably because it was so far above me in terms of my ability to learn. But I guess because I was in the Army, I learned how to push myself. So this whole, like, the people around me were, were people that learned how to push themselves. So it seemed only because of the relationships that I had and the support I had, not that they even knew that they were supporting me in that regard, but they were just a part of you know, my friendships. Uh, they, they, I was able to get out of school practically debt-free. And, and I did that by combining a lot of different things. But the big nut, the big carry on that financially was the college fees. And because I had taken care of that in one fell swoop with the National Guard. Now, I owed the National Guard a couple of years afterwards by staying with them, which I didn't mind. And actually, when it came time to graduate, I had already completed, there were a couple of college courses that I participated in ROTC. So now I'm, I'm graduating with a college degree as a second lieutenant in the National Guard. And the National Guard at that point said, well, you can come to us and you know we'll continue to do once a month and then two weeks in the summer, or you can go active duty. And at that point, I decided to firm up my leadership skills by going on active duty and uh, entered into combat arms in the field artillery as a second lieutenant. By the time I got out, I was a captain. So I got in as a private. I got in as a captain. I paid for college through all of this. And then I started my life out in a very like strong, structured way. Now, other friends of mine went on to cor corporations. But I got to tell you, for me... I was, I was in charge of indirect fire on the combat field for um, a battalion of tanks and infantry moving across a wooded area or a desert field, whatever we were tasked to do. I had incredible responsibility first year out of college. So I'm just suggesting that if you have the opportunity to do the Guard or, or any of those services, uh, then do that. Um, now... With felony and things of that nature, that, that may get in the way, and I've just wasted a lot of your time talking about that. Um, or you're taking this course, and you know, you're the brother of the person that did go through incarceration. So you're hearing this as you're learning to be a good family member, and I'm suggesting to you, you could do this. You, know, you, you're, you don't currently have any restrictions. So the, the types of secondary education, you know, community college, technical college, junior college, uh, I'm on page 216, and um, all of the different, like with the community college, these are typically two-year programs, mostly serve people from nearby communities. You know, you don't see people like going away in order to attend uh, Tri-C you know, College uh, there in Cleveland. Usually they're from the Cleveland area, is what I'm saying. Technical college, pretty much the same. People tend to choose technical colleges that are close to them because, you know, they don't have a domicile or a place for you to live while you're going to a technical college, they're just assuming that you're commuting and getting to their facility you know, for your training and education. And they don't feel responsible to create housing for you, in most cases. So uh, the other types of secondary uh, education, of course, is an associate's degree, a bachelor's degree, 
an administration, a bachelor's degree in science, known as a BS, um, a four-year degree, BA, BS, it doesn't really make a difference. One's not more superior than the other. One's is science, one is administration. That's all that's delineating. Um, so for four-year colleges, you usually find yourself in a, what might be called a university, and um, universities are kind of, they're post to a secondary school, which is like a community college. So you go from community college to a university, and those credits transfer as though you were already there for two years. So you come into the university you know, as a, as a sophomore, and you complete your uh, junior and senior year to get your full uh, bachelor's of science. That's a very inexpensive way of doing it. And I would suggest you consider that. Get your, get, get your initial two years from a community college and get it in things that you can get A's in, okay? Then transfer those into the degree that you want to get a bachelor's. And then when you show up at the bachelor's, you're showing up with A's from a community college and B's. And, and, and now, you know, you're starting off on a good foot to complete your, your final uh, completion of a bachelor's degree, in which case, uh, hopefully, you're graduating with a good GPA, which is uh, your, your, your point average for your, uh, for your grades. So with that in mind, the World Wide Web is your best friend. You can relearn or learn for the first time practically anything. So put down the gaming and start to replace the gaming with education that is your go-to find. Your history, your Google history should show you searching a lot for what is to be education uh, portals. So with that in mind, you know, you know what email is and, and you know how to get an address in email. You know how to register for a new account. Um, but, you know, in, in terms of, you know, your password, your ID, don't, don't get creative. You know, just keep it so that you can change, can change it and that you can remember it. Um, and then in, in email, be, be careful. Just know that everything you're doing on the Internet is basically recorded and becomes a part of your history. So if you're on Facebook and you're creating a post and you say, I, I think all accountants stink, and then you're going out for a job for accounting, and they, they will check your social media, and they'll sit there and say, well, you had some pretty derogatory things to say about accountants. Why are you interviewing for this job? See what I'm saying? If you, if you show yourself not to be compatible as a person on Facebook, you're basically telling your future employer, hey, see me as being incompatible because I just took the time to make that statement on Facebook. And, and even if you were just being funny, don't. Consider this a record of who you are when you're on Facebook. Oh, I just took the fun out of Facebook. Well, trust me, Facebook wasn't designed to be fun. It was originally, it was, it was originally designed in Harvard by Zuckerberger to insult other women at Harvard based around his inability to have a social life. So when you start to read the history of, of Facebook, that tree, that vine, that root, it started out contaminated to begin with. It, it's only gotten worse because now they've got algorithms to feed you in a direction that force content to you that make you think either you are or people around you think this way, and they controlled what that was. So it's, it's extremely manipulative. It's a bad place to be. Um, but that means you can use it to your advantage, too. If you're on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, X, or Instagram, or uh, Pinterest, 
and and you're you're putting out con, uh, you're putting out content, and you're deliberately planting things that if an employer sees you, they will think, "Wow, this guy's pretty smart." Let's say you're referencing a, an article on something in an industry magazine for the industry you're going to go into, and they see that you posted that. <laughs> I know it sounds manipulative, and your friends may not like your post, but let's face it, that's not why you're doing it. Your friends want to be your friends, tell them to call you up and let's get together. Don't be friends on Facebook and think that nobody else is seeing it, that everybody's seeing it. So with that in mind, you could manipulate it to your advantage. And that pretty much is where we are with education. Get it, use it, make it a part of you, and never stop being a person who learns. Learn, learn, learn learn. I want to thank you for joining us for the Voice of Families and Addiction and this episode, chapter number eight, education and all the objectives that apply to that. Stand up for yourself and I'll back you up. These problems don't solve themselves I'll tell you what Instead of would or could I think you should Draw a line in the sand and stand your ground It's for your own good <laughs>